Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of On the Pitch. Going to have a little bit of a different episode for you guys this week. It's going to just be me, so get used to my beautiful voice because it's all you're going to hear this episode. As you know, we've had an international break, so the world of football is kind of quiet for a little bit until uh, we got some major news. As you may have heard, Newcastle might be under some new management soon. It does look like Mike Ashley's time as owner of Newcastle is going to be coming to an end, thankfully. So Newcastle are on the verge of being bought out by a fund that's owned by the Saudi Arabian government. I think it was a 300 million pound deal, uh, effective you know, probably within the next month or so. Move is kind of controversial. Some clubs, such as Man United, are protesting the takeover. This move was previously denied because the Premier League was skeptical of who was running the fund and um, its ties to the Saudi Arabian government. Um, the issues with that are for a different topic, different show. But the Premier League recently got reassurance from the Saudi Arabian government that they weren't going to be involved with the operations of uh, Newcastle. They weren't going to be involved in any way. It was just the fund that was going to be owning, I think, roughly 80% of Newcastle. So after getting that reassurance, the Premier League allowed the move to go through. So you're going to see a pretty big change in Newcastle. You know, while the move is controversial, it has the opportunity to to lead to some unprecedented success, at least on the pitch for the club. Transfer budget from what I've been seeing rumored online could be as high as 190 million pounds this summer. And I wouldn't be surprised if they start to make some moves in January to solidify the team to stay up in the Premier League. But this move kind of reminds me of when City was taken over back in 2007-2008, having uh, some wealthy owners come in, immediately start to revamp the club, bring in a lot of expensive big-name players to to really start changing the fortunes of the the club. And I think that's what we're going to see at Newcastle. It's going to take some time to to really make them a team that's going to compete for the Premier League. But, you know, this is how it starts. You need wealthy owners. It's going to revitalize everything about the club, how they, you know, bring players through their youth squads. It's going to, you know, build up the youth academies, build up their transfer budgets, obviously. They're going to spend and they're going to they're going to bring in some good players. And I think. If I'm a Newcastle fan, you know, if, if I don't care who owns the team and I just care about the team being successful and winning trophies, I'm very excited right now. And this is, this, this is going to be the start of, of something big. And I think Newcastle, I mean, they're now owned by the wealthiest owners in the Premier League. So the, the resources are going to be endless. And I, I think the future is going to be bright for this club. Moving on to the you know, final topic that I wanted to talk about. So during the this last international break, um, some news kind of came out about Man City midfielder Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, he kind of pretty much said that in the last international break and during the Euros, he was playing injured and uh, he had an ankle injury that caused him to miss the first month of the season for City. And it kind of sounded like he regrets in, in some ways playing for the Belgian international team um, because of how, how many injuries he's, he's sustained 
by playing for the national team and how reoccurring these injuries are and how much time he's missing for city. And, you know, he's not getting paid to play for Belgium, but city are the ones that are you know paying his wages. So I don't know if it's going to happen soon, but it might be something that down the road, we start seeing where these big stars refuse to play for their national teams because, you know, they're not really getting anything out of it other than more wear and tear on their bodies and more injuries. And if it takes away from them playing for their club teams, I, I could understand why players would uh, be hesitant to play for their national teams. So I, I don't know. It, it could be, I, I think it, it has a, the potential to completely change the dynamic of, you know, international football. If a lot of the, the big names that we're all used to seeing play for the national team start not playing for the national teams, I don't know the the quality of play in a lot of these international tournaments and, and world cups could, could start to take a bit of a drop off, but you know, that that's years, years out, probably it's, you know, could happen, may not happen, but I, I saw the headline and read a couple of stories about it. I thought it was something that that's interesting and, you know, hit De Bruyne's reasoning for re- regretting in to some extent playing for Belgium makes sense. And I'm sure that sentiment is, shared by by other players across Europe you know if if De Bruyne is feeling that way I guarantee there's other players feeling that way and you know it it could just take one domino to fall where one big star says hey I'm not playing for you know my my country anymore I don't want to risk the injury I don't want to you know risk my career playing for a team that's you know really not paying me anything I, I think it could start leading to some changes where you know big name players won't play for their national clubs and it's really just going to be young guys that are you know, trying to make a name for themselves and get recognized, which, you know, could have its benefits, could have its negatives as well. But, you know, down the road, I think it's going to be something interesting to look at. But that pretty much wraps up all the updates that I had for you guys. Pretty short episode. Like I said, not much to talk about over the international break, but thankfully we have a full slate of games for the Premier League and other leagues across Europe as the international break comes to an end. So going forward, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. But I want to thank you guys for listening as always. And remember to always follow us on social media, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Feel free to reach out to us. You know, we enjoy engaging with our listeners and, you know, feel free to reach out to us with any ideas for episodes or anything you want us to talk about. Again, thanks for listening. And as always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.